Oswald. The unrivaled power of prayer. Hmm. First scripture is, we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Ah, how's that sound familiar? But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So we don't know what to pray for, so the Spirit starts to pray. Sometimes, or at least in the past, I've even considered that when I start praying in tongues, that the Spirit's going to talk to God about what I don't know. What I read, what I read through this today, that's not the case. That is part of the case. That's part of it. He does pray for things that I don't know. But he's praying for things that I don't know even when I'm not praying. And that's the part that got me today when I was reading this about how that's, how cool is that, that that spirit is praying for me according to the will of God 24-7. And not just when I choose to pray, right? But I'm not going to count on that. I didn't pray too. So we realize that we are energized by the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit for prayer. I'm sorry, November 8th. Did I say it? November 8th. November day. Yeah. We realize that we are energized by the Holy Spirit for prayer. We know what it is to pray in the Spirit. But do we not so often realize that the Holy Spirit Himself prays in us prayers which we cannot utter? When we are born again of God and are indwelt by the Spirit of God, He expresses for us the unutterable, the things that we can't even imagine that we can even bother to need to pray for. So when you're in that place and you're feeling fucked up and you don't know what to pray for, you don't know how to get them there, God does. Amen. So you want to feel inept because I don't even know what to pray for. The Spirit goes, that's okay. Just start praying, I got you. But what happens is we still we still determine and judge everything according to what we know, don't we? Yeah. And God's going, ah, 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 ah. That's like you're thinking you're smarter than me and you're not. He, the Spirit in you, makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And God searches your heart not, not to know what your conscience prayers are, but to find out what is the prayer of the Holy Spirit, to find out what's your true intent. Yeah. So when you were just trying to pray for no reason at all, He knew. He knew you were clowning. So the Spirit of God needs the nature of a believer as a shrine to which to offer His intercession. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. He needs that body as His temple to be the, the priest, if you will, of our life in that temple in our body. When Jesus Christ cleansed the temple, he would not suffer that any man would carry any vessel through the temple. The Spirit of God will not allow you to use your body for your own convenience. Huh, crazy. Jesus ruthlessly cast out all of them that sold and bought in the temple and said, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Have we recognized that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? If so, we must be careful to keep it undefiled for Him with all that other crazy thoughts and actions that you have. We have to remember that our conscience life, yeah. though it's only a tiny bit of our personality, is to be so regarded by us as a shrine of the Holy Ghost. We will look after the unconscious part that will know nothing of, but we must see that we guard the conscious part for which we are responsible. Yeah. So God's going to look look for and take care of the things that we know nothing about. But the things that we do know something about, He needs to see that we're going to help Him keep it clean. Yeah. Grab your scriptures. We're going to start in the book of Psalms. Only one tonight, though. And one that we know, so we'll go from there. Psalms 51. Verse 7. 
Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and, ha- and gladness that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not that Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Help me get this and help me keep this. Isaiah 63, verse 7. I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord to all that the Lord has bestowed upon us and the great goodness towards the house of Israel, which has bestowed upon them according to his mercies and according to the multitude of his loving kindness. And he said, Surely they are my people, people that will not lie. So he was their Savior. In all their affliction, he was afflicted. The angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity. He redeemed them and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and they vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore he was turned to be their enemy and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old. Moses and his people saying, Where is he that brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he that put his Holy Spirit within him? that led them by the right hand of the Moses and the glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make themselves an everlasting name, that led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness, that they should not stumble. As a beast goes down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord caused him to rest. So didst thou lead thy people to make themselves a glorious name. God uses us in all our foolish behavior. To glorify his own name. He's not going to not do that. He's not going to deny himself. Matthew. Verse 12. Chapter 12. Chapter 12. Verse 20. Twenty-two. Then he was brought into them, one possessed with the devil, blind, dumb, and the Lord healed them, as much as the blind and the dumb both spoke and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? And when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And the Jesus knew their thoughts. And he said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself cannot stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then this kingdom stand? If I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Before they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you now. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house, spoil his goods, except first he bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathers not with me scatters abroad. So therefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. 
For whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be given him, forgiven him. But whosoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, whether it's in this world, neither in the world that's yet to come. To either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by its fruit. Oh, generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that man speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words you shall be justified, and by words you shall be condemned. Mark 3. Verse 20. And the multitude come together again, so they could not so much as even eat bread. When, the, when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said, He is beside himself. He's lost his mind. The scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebub, and by the prince of the devils cast out devils. And he called them unto himself. And he said unto them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? And if the kingdom be divided against itself, the kingdom cannot stand. But if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself, he be divided. He cannot stand but have an end. No man can enter into that strong man's house to spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So truly I say to you, all sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men. The blasphemies were wherewith whatsoever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost shall never have forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation, because they said he has an unclean spirit. Mark 12, verse 28. And one of the scribes came, and having heard them, Reasoning together. And perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him. The first of the, all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is, in fact, the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, that you shall love thy neighbor as thyself. And there is no other commandment greater than these. The scribe said unto him, Well, Master, you have said the truth, for there is only one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all thy heart, with all thy understanding, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all of the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices to be offered. And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no man after that dare even ask him any questions. And Jesus answered and said while he taught in the temple, How say the scribes that Christ is the son of David? For David himself said, By the Holy Ghost, the Lord said to my Lord, Set thou on my right hand, I shall make the enemies thy footstool. So David therefore himself calling him Lord, and whence is he that when he's not even his son? And the common people heard them gladly. And he said unto them, 
in this doctrine. Beware of the scribes which love to go to long clothing and love love salutations in the marketplaces, the chief seats in the synagogues and the uppermost rooms of the feasts, which devour the widows' houses for a pretense make long prayers. These shall seem even a greater damnation. Luke 11. came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased one of the disciples came unto him and said Lord teach us to pray pray as John also taught his disciples and he said unto them when you pray say our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done as in heaven so let it be in earth give us this day our daily bread Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in journey, come to me, and I have nothing set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many, as many or as much as he needs. I say to you, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asks, receives. He that seeks, finds. To him that knocks, it shall be opened. If a son asks you bread of any of you, that is his father. Will he then give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will you offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil, how know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? So we need to be asking for that Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Book of John 1. This John 1 thing has got me going, huh? I like this. John 1, verse 29. The next day, John sees Jesus coming into him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I have said, guys, because after me comes the man which preferred before me, and he was before me. And I knew him not, but he that should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore I have come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and that Spirit abode upon him. I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom shall you shall see this Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and I bear record that this in fact is the Son of God. John 14. Verse 15. 
If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him. For he dwells with you, and he shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while the world shall see me no more, but he, you shall see me, because I live. You shall also live. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and he in me, and you in me, and I in you. He that has his commandments and keeps them, is he that loves me, and he that loves me should be loved to my Father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself or reveal myself to him. Judas then said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him, we will make our abode with him. And he that loves me not keeps not my sayings. The word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. So these things I have spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have already said unto you. It reminds you of what I was talking about. So peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you, but let your heart then be troubled, neither let it be afraid. If you've heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said I go to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it came even to pass that when it comes to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of the world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so do I arise and let us Go hence. Romans chapter 5. So therefore being justified by our faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith and the grace wherein we stand and we rejoice in a hope that's full of glory, the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations going to work patience in us. Then patience will give us a new experience and the experience will ultimately give us hope. And hope's going to make us not ashamed because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which has now been given to us. Romans 14. Verse 5. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regards the day regards it unto the Lord. He that regards not the day to the Lord it is not regarded. He that eats eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he that eats not to the Lord he eats not and gives God thanks. For none of us live to himself, and no man dies to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are in fact the Lord's. For Amen. to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be the Lord both of the dead and the living. And why do you then judge my brother? Why do you set at nothing thy brother? 
We all shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For as written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess unto me. So we have this relationship with God, right? So that every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us therefore judge one another. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. But let us judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and I'm persuaded by the Lord Jesus there is nothing unclean of itself, but unto him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if a brother be grieved with thy meat, now walk thou not charitably, destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Let not your good be evil spoken of. Somebody's got to struggle with something, don't set turn partake of it in his presence yeah. honor that man and realize that we're trying to help keep him lifted up and built up yeah. for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost for he that has these things serves up Christ is acceptable to God and approved of, all, of men so let us therefore follow after things which make for peace the things wherewith one may edify one another Romans 15, verse 5. Now the God of patience and consolation grants you like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. That we may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. Whether we receive you one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. So now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of circumcision for the truth of God. To confirm the promises made unto the fathers. Amen. That the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Yeah. As it is written. For this cause I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. Yeah. And again he says rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again praise the Lord all you Gentiles and laud him all you people. And again, Isaiah says, there, is no, there shall be a root of Jesse. He shall rise up to reign over the Gentiles, and in him shall the Gentiles, or us, trust. Now the God of hope. The God of hope fill you with all joy and all peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of that Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean, a few more verses. And I myself also was persuaded of you, my brethren, that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able to also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I've written and the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace of God that's been given to me, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being then sanctified by that Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 2. Verse 9. But as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard. Neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God, but God, has revealed them to us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searching all things, yes, the Spirit's searching, searching the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man, save the Spirit of a man, which is in him? Even so the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not this Spirit of God that we might know the things we have 
see it again. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Mm -hmm. Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but what the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Yeah. But the natural man is going to receive not these things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he even know them, because they are spiritually discerned, and he's not spiritual. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But you and I, we have the mind of Christ. Chapter 3, verse 16. Know you not that you are the temple of God? The Spirit of God dwells in you. So if any man defile this temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple are you? Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he might be wise. For the wisdom of the world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He takes the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Paul, Cephas, or the world, the life, the death, or the things present, or the things to come, all are yours. And you are Christ, and Christ is God's. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 12. And all things are lawful unto me, but not all things are expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought into the power of any of them. For me, for the belly, the belly for me, for God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but it's for the Lord, the Lord for the body. God has both raised up the Lord and also will raise us up by His own power. Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Then I shall take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know you not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, says he, shall be one flesh. But he that joined to the Lord is one spirit. So flee fornication every sin that a man does is without the body but he that commits fornication sins against his own body what know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you which you have of God and you are not your own for you've been bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body and let glorify God in your spirit which are both God's yes 1 Corinthians 9.17 I'm sorry, 9.7 Who goes to war for at any time in his own charges? Who plants a vineyard and eats not the fruit thereof? Or feeds the flock and eats not the milk of the flock? Say these things in the manner, do I say them not as the law same also? Say the same thing also? For it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treads out the corn, but God takes care for the oxen. Is he not? Or is, says he altogether for our sakes? No, for our sakes, no doubt. This is written. He that plows should plow in hope. He that threshes in hope should be a partaker of this hope. So if we've sown in you spiritual things, is it a great thing that we shall reap your carnal? If others be partakers of this power over you, are not we the rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. 
So do you not know that they which minister about the holy things live in the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers of the altar? Even so is the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should then live in fact of the gospel, yeah. practicing what you preach. Yes. Second Corinthians 6. Verse 1. We then, as workers together with him, beseech you that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he says, I have heard of thee in a time accepted, and a day of salvation I have secured thee. Because Behold, now is that accepted time. Behold, now is that day of salvation. Yeah. So giving no offense in anything, that the ministry be not blamed, but in all things, approving yourselves, ourselves, as the ministers of God, let us do that in much patience and afflictions, necessities, distresses, stripes, imprisonments, tumults, labors, watchings, and fastings. Let's do that by the pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love, sincere, by the word of the, of the truth, by the power of God, by armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold, we now live. As chastened, yet not killed. As sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. As poor, making many others rich. As having nothing, and yet possessing all things. Yeah. Ephesians 1. Verse 3. Blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. According to has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. Having predestined us to the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself according to the good pleasure of His own will. To the praise of the glory of His grace where He has made us accepted in that beloved in whom have, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, where he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and all prudence. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed within himself, Amen. that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we've obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to a purpose of him who has worked all things after the counsel of his own will. That there should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also have trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest or the down payment of our inheritance until the redeem, redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of God's glory. Ephesians 2, 19. Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and that of the household of God. Amen. You are built up upon a foundation, the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together grows under the holy temple in the Lord, that holy temple that's inhabited by the Holy Ghost, in whom also you are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. 
Spirit of God dwelling in there. Yeah. Ephesians 4, 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that henceforth walk not as other worldly people walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feelings have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Christ, that you putting off the former conduct, the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust, and you be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you would put on this new man, which after God is created in righteousness yeah. and true holiness. Amen. Therefore, put away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, yes. for we are members of one another. Be not angry, and be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands and things which are good, that he might have something to give those that have need. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. And then grieve not that Holy Spirit of God, whereby you've been sealed to the day of promise, that you will let the Holy Spirit of God guide you and lead you, and not, not you know, somehow grieve him. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all of its malice. And you be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, brethren, but not finally, but finally in this book. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, of this world against spiritual wickedness in very high places. Yeah. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in that evil day having done all to stand. Then stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in that Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, yeah. for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Yeah. Philippians 1, 12. What I would... You should understand, brethren, the things which happened to me were fallen out rather to the furtherance of the gospel, mm -hmm. so that my bonds in Christ are manifested in all the palace and in all other places. That many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds, which are more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, but some also of good will. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add some sort of affliction to my bonds. But the other, the love of God, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. So what then? Notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, and yes, I will continue to rejoice. 
For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayers and the supply of the Spirit of Christ. Philippians Philippians 4. Verse 1. Therefore, my brother, dearly beloved, long for my joy, my crown. So stand fast, Lord, my dearly beloved. I beg, Iodius, and beseech Sintetchi to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat you also, true yoke fellows, help these women that labor with me in the gospel with Clement also and with other my fellow laborers whose names are written in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I'm going to say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. The time is coming. So be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer, by supplication, with thanksgiving, let all of your requests be made known unto God. And then the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, please think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. The God of peace shall be with you. Colossians 4. Verse 1. Masters, give your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. I ask you to continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. With all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak this mystery of Christ for which I am in bonds. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak, walk in wisdom towards them that are without redeeming the times. So let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. First yeah. Thessalonians 1-2. So we give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, the labor of love, the patience of hope that you've had in our Lord Jesus and in the sight of God our Father, knowing, brethren beloved, your election of God. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but came in power and in the Holy Ghost, in much assurance as you know what manner of men we were when we were among you for your sake. We became fo- and you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word of much affliction, which received it with the joy of the Holy Ghost. First Thessalonians 4, 1. Furthermore, then we're going to beg you, brethren, that you exhort and exhort you by the Lord Jesus as you have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God so you would and you'd abound more and more. If you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus, for this is the will of God even for your sanctification that you'd abstain from that fornication. Let every one of you that every one of you should know how to possess this vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man would go beyond and defraud his brothers in any manner, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and we have testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but to holiness. 
He therefore that despises then, despises not man, but he despises God, who has also given to us his Holy Spirit. But as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write it to you. You know yourselves you're taught of God to love one another. And indeed you do it towards all brethren, which are in Macedonia. We beseech you, brother, that you increase more and more, that you would study to be quiet and to do your own business, to work with your own hands as we've commanded you, that you may walk honestly towards them that are without it, that you might have lack of nothing yourself. Second yeah. Timothy 1. Verse 8. Be you not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, to be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us, called us with a holy calling, not according to works, but according to his own path, purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ before the world even began. But now is made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who abolished death and has brought life and immortality and light through the gospel. Where do I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles? For which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know in whom I have believed. Now, I know I got you. I got you. What you're, I understand what you're saying. I'm sending it to them right now. I'm going to send it to you right now. I got you. Yeah, I've got, I don't have your CIS, but it's fine. I'll send this over there. What's that? Yeah, send it to me. That's fine. I'll send it to them. Say, this is how we want it done. I'll get the SGS done that way. Okay. got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I remember I told you transportation, you're not going to move all this. It's going to take a week or so to get it out of there. Gotcha. I'll send that to them. Send me your, your CIS. I'll put that over to them right now. I'm ready. All right, bud. Perfect. All right, bud. Okay, bye. Got it.
was it? Verse 12. Verse 12. And 2 Timothy. Second Timothy right. 1 and 12. Verse 12. Timothy chapter 1, 8, verse 12. Okay. Which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I'm not ashamed. For I know when I have believed and persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. So hold fast the form of sound words which you have heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto you, keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. And this you know, that all they that are in Asia be turned away from me, whom Philegius and Hermogenes, the Lord shall give mercy unto you, the house of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me. And he was not ashamed of my chains. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out, and of diligently found me. So the Lord is going to grant it to him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day. And in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus, you shall know very well. God says, people are going to help one another get through this mess. It's going to be good for everybody. Titus 3, 1. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to do every good work. Speak evil of no man, to be not brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and hate, envy and hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness and love of God towards, and our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing and regeneration and the renewing within, within us by the Holy Ghost, which he shed upon us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So this is a faithful saying, and these sayings I will that you would affirm them constantly. They which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that's a heretic after the first and second admonition, reject them knowing that he is such as subverted in sins, being condemned only an if of himself. Hebrews 2.1 So therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels is said fast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense and reward, how shall we escape? If we neglect such a great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord, then was confirmed to us by them that heard him. God also bring them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with the diverse miracles, and the gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Hebrews 10, 5. Wherefore, when he comes into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offering, I would not. But a body has thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices of sin you have had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come, and the volume of the book is written to me, to do thy will, O God. Above, when he had said, Sacrifice and offerings, and burnt offerings and offering of sin, you would not, neither has any pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said again, Lo, I come, and do thy will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. By this which he will sanctify through the offering of the body of Christ once and for all. And every high priest stands daily in the ministry and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which he could never take away sins. 
But this man, after he offered one sacrifice for our sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he has perfected forever them that are sanctified, whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that which he has said before, this is the, the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and their, in their minds. I will write them through the power of the Holy Spirit. And their sins and their iniquities I will remember no more. Now, where the remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. When we finally get right with God, there's no more offering for sin. Yeah. James 5. Verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, in the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth and has long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. Be you also patient and establish your hearts with the coming of the Lord is going to draw near. Grudge not one another, brethren, lest you condemn. Behold, the judge stand before the door. Take my brother the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering affliction and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, and the Lord is very pitiful and tender mercy. But of all these things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath. But let your yes be yes, your no be no, lest you fall into condemnation. Is there any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Any merry, let him sing songs. Any sick among you, let him call upon the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up and have... If he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So confess your faults to one another. Pray for one another. That you may be healed. The effective, effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man is going to avail much. So Elijah was such a man, subject to like passions, as are we. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And he prayed not on, this, on the earth. And it rained not on the earth by a space of three and a half years. Then he prayed again. The heaven gave rain. The earth brought forth its fruit. So brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one converted, let him know. He which converts the sinner from the air of his way shall save a soul from death and Amen. shall hide a multitude of sins. 1 Peter 1, 3. Which y'all know. Mm -hmm. Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again into a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Amen. An inheritance that's incorruptible, undefiled, fades not away, is reserved in heaven just for you. You who are kept by the power of God through faith and the salvation ready to be revealed in this last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice, if though now for a season of need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than that of gold that perishes, though be tried with fire, might be found praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. Whom having not seen you love, and whom though you still see him not, yet you believe, you rejoice with a joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. And you receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Amen of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand about the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow after that. Yeah. Unto whom it was that was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported to you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven the things that angels are designed to look into. Second mm. Peter 1 3 According as divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue 
whereby are given to us exceeding and great precious promises that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Because the divine nature, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ is going to be in us, that Holy Spirit. Beside this, I ask that you give all diligence and add to your faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, and temperance, patience, to your patience, godliness, to your godliness, brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and they abound, they will make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. But he that lacks these things is blind, cannot see afar off, and has forgotten what he was actually purged from in his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and your election sure. Yes. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Amen. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly to the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and our Savior Jesus. So wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. No, you that though you know them and be established in the present truth. Yes, I think it's necessary as long as I'm in this, this body to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle even as the Lord Christ has shown me. Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. For you have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power of the coming of our Lord Jesus, but you were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. And then there came such a voice to him that excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were there with him in the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do dwell, do well that you may take heed as unto a light that now shines in a dark place until that day dawn. And the day star arise in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of the private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but the holy men of God, which spoke as they were moved by our Holy Ghost. Jude 17. Beloved, remember you the words which were spoken before the, God, the apostles of the Lord and Savior Jesus, how they told you there should be mockers in the last times who should not walk after their own should not walk after their own ungodly, should walk, I'm sorry, after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But you, beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, yeah. keep yourselves in the love of God, right. looking for the mercy of our Lord and Savior Jesus and to eternal life. Help some of those with compassion, making a difference, and others, save them with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now in him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. All this through the Holy Spirit of God that guides us and leads us. Amen. 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 Father, we come before tonight and say thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for the message. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to continue to minister and grow and learn and profit, Lord God, and prosper in our lives according to your will and purpose. We ask, Lord God, you quicken this to even a deeper place within our life and our soul that, again, you're glorified. And, Father, we're high and lifted up in your in your very nature, in your very life. And we'll give you the praise, thanks, honor, and glory for all these things tonight here. We'll do it all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen. amen.